Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today we're going to be talking about branding. Welcome to the Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. So what is branding? Ooh. Um, the it's a mess. The opinion <laughs> can be depending on how your branding is. Right. Um, no, so branding by by definition, right. as I would say, um, I think a lot of people have a misconception of what what branding is. Right. So branding branding isn't just your logo or your colors or your font or your you know any of that. Um, it's a combination of all those things. But really, the reality of branding is it's the impression somebody feels when they engage with your organization or your company, right? So um, what what is the perceived feeling that they're having, right? Um, so it's less about really you and more about how you're projecting that out. Across the board with everybody, right? Right. Yeah. Right, and so, and it's more about the person that's perceiving that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's really your target, right? And so to me, branding is about them, not necessarily you, right? Um, it's what you do, your combination of your colors, your logo, your the way you even answer the phone is part of your branding, right? right. Um, the way that you present yourself, how you dress, all of that is branding. Um, but it's less about your actual company, more about the target audience you're going after. But that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. That's an interesting way to look at it because you're right. It isn't a physical thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you have to me. You can't touch and feel the brand. Right. Right. And everybody, a lot of times, uh, logo is the brand. It's not. It's an identifier of what your company is. Right. Right. If I talk to you, or if somebody talks to you or talks to me at Glint, do they get the same feeling? Mm. It's the best way to maybe define it a little bit. But your audience plays into that too. Because mm-hmm. we may come across, we're not. But if we were this jacked up, muscle, muscle bound, tough looking dudes. Hey, speak for yourself. And that's the image we say we want to we want to have for our company, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our audience may not like that. <laughs> so it's still branding, but is it the right kind of branding? Well, and that's the other thing is um, it's that type of presentation yeah. could be really good for a gym, right? Because it it establishes success at that Where point. Where do I want to go as a right, consumer? Right, right. Yeah. Um, at that point. And it tells you it's, it's not a... Uh, Oh gosh, um, Planet Fitness, where everybody's accepted and it's all cool and all. And, and those are very run, valid right? places to go to. But depending right. on what your goals are, what exactly. you're looking for, do I want to be a little more personal, one-on-one attention? Mm. I have a very specific goal. I want to get there quickly. Yeah. Well, maybe the the big box gyms aren't the place to go. Right. Right. Maybe right. it's more specialized or super uncomfortable, way out of shape. I don't want to be judged. I feel more comfortable in those big box yeah. places. Yeah. You know, it, there could be a million reasons why. But your branding helps establish that within the consumer's mind to be able to better make a decision on which is best for them. True. Uh, you think about that for a company, mm. but you can also do it for yourself. And absolutely. Right? That that can confuse a lot of people when you're working for a company and that brand presence mm. means something, but maybe it's coat and tie. You know, not as much as that as there used to be. But then you go home, and you're, I don't know, a heavy metal rock star, and you play bands at night, right. and you put on this wig, and you got this eyeliner going on, and that's right. your personal brand at that point, based on what you love and who you are. Right. 
you can have a real disconnect if somebody runs into you in a business environment at that point and go, wow, that says a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously, it, your hobbies will make you prone to be when you're true, out. True. So, like, fun fact most people don't know about me is I actually cosplay as Captain yeah. America. Yeah, that's good. We've posted on it a couple of yeah. times um, on our social, but, like, it's if not you, Ryan. It's not. This me. is Chris Evans. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> I wish. That's Ryan I Ryan. wish. Uh, but no, like, but if you ran into me in a charity event or a fun run or something like that, right, and you were like, I, I know you, and I'd be like, yeah, you do, right? Like, I'm just not in a shirt and tie like I right. normally am when you right. meet me. I'm in a Captain America outfit. So. But not a big disconnect from our company brand either not about what we believe in and who we are, right? right? Well, and I think we have the freedom to be very creative people as yeah. well at our yeah. company. And so it's that true. it fits and aligns with that of like, that's my creativity. I love doing that. It's my passion. And and we talk about striving towards passion constantly here. So it's it fits and aligns with our brand. Mm, right. Why, uh, you know, part of uh, part of what we do, we always focus on branding first. Mm. And that is mainly, the main reason for that. It's we've often experienced doing some really good marketing campaigns mm. and driving people to the front door. Mm -hmm. They open that front door and what they felt like they were going to receive is not being represented. Right. Right. Sometimes it's somebody having a bad day, maybe on the client side. Mm. It's not receiving it the way that we told them it was going to be. And we find that a lot of times that's very misaligned. Mm. People are so excited about marketing and going out and doing that that one off thing or a campaign around let's drive people to the door so we can sell more product type of thing online or in person. Mm. Right. And it gets missed a lot. Mm. Or Maybe you got a 40% boost, 10% boost. Maybe it could have been more. The right. branding was more on point. So we always take the approach of branding first, not just because we're very good at the branding piece of it. Well. We also have a proprietary process called the Brandscape that helps define, mm -hmm. it's not about changing your brand. It's about, is your brand on point internally? Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I, and I would say it's the a lot of people it's funny when we give, you know, even even our digital clients that come on board with us, we give them the brandscape as soon as they come on. And we're like, and it's really a new thing that we started doing with all of our clients. So, uh, but as we started to roll that out with new clients and, and give them the brandscape first and have them fill it out and really go through it, you start to better understand their business of, um, they may not have it all figured out either. Um, and And it helps us come alongside as your agency and go, hey, um, branding really should be a focus. We've we found these elements and these colors and these these schemes, right? That now we can help tell a better story, but we can do that because we've sat down and we've talked with you. We've had a conversation, you filled out the brandscape. There's targeted questions in there that help right. us understand that. And so even though we're only running digital ads, we know that there's not gonna be a disconnect yeah. when people come into your store you know, maybe we're driving them into a landing page and for whatever reason, it just feels way off from what we were doing. Um, you know, like we have a credit union right now that we're running digital ads, but then we're gonna build out a landing page and have videos and all these other assets that are gonna match that same creative look and feel. People won't be completely thrown off when they go through the drive-through right. and they see a poster of the exact campaign that we were just running, right? right. They're like, I'm in the right spot. Right. 
Yeah, and there's a, you know, consistency is a big piece of that. Um, what, what I see a lot is bigger to the company. Mm. Leadership is on a different page than maybe your mid-level managers mm-hmm. and maybe your entry-level people. They see the company one way and everyone else sees it another way, depending on where they are. Right. And then you take that and you do the same thing to their customers, right? And then you do it again to your partners or vendors, right? Are you getting the same story back across the board? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you know there's an issue there and it has to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it's on point. You know, maybe a few things here or there, there always are. It's like, okay, your brand's fine. Yeah, we need to move forward. Or we want to rebrand. Okay, right. tell me why. All right, this is the first thing we're going to do. And everybody's aligned. You know, your brand's on point. Are you just looking for a visual change mm-hmm. to be a little more relevant in today's market? What What is the reason for it? Yeah. Because your brand is on point. Yeah. Different conversations come from that, right? Yeah, and, and I think... You know, you kind of touched on it real quick, but like looking at your brand and advancing it, right? I'm, there's things like um, what's now called sonic branding, and that's literally uh, sounds, right? Not not the mm-hmm. voice, not anything, but just sounds. So like we all know it, as soon as the iPhone dings and we hear that sound because they got a text message or a phone call, everybody knows that is Apple's brand, right? right? Um, so that's a great example of sonic branding that has happened and now integrated into everybody's brain. Yeah. As brands are continuing to grow and expand, they need to now look at sonic branding. It was something that didn't exist five years ago, right? Um, or really hasn't been touched on. So now as you look at all the different parts of a brand, you have to analyze and look at all these different pieces that are making sure that they're all still in alignment. So let's talk about those pieces of a brand. Mm. You know, what, what are those? You know, you have your brand essence. I think mm-hmm. it's important to define that. Mm-hmm. Brand values, big piece. That Those are the, the more um, emotional ties mm-hmm. to try and connect employees, right? And a team that are going to communicate with customers. Right. That's why those become so so valuable. Right. Others, logo mark, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the consistency and the look and feel of all of your marketing pieces. Right. If you're doing video, Right. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? What is that sound? Yeah. Right. There's so many different pieces. Those are just a few. Um, any any others you can think of to kind of tie that all together? I mean, obviously, voice um, is another one. How how you're speaking that became very big when social media became mm-hmm. so uh, n- more of a necessity than ever before. Um, how you're speaking on those platforms. How are we responding to? negative and positive feedback as well right um that that's really important your brand voice is very important um messaging the words that you use i would say that's another one um i would also just say you know uh, one of the things that we like to look at when we're we're designing a new logo mark or any of that we also look at patterns right so is there a a pattern like a background pattern that could be used a step and repeat or a um, just to start to tie everything yeah, together a little bit yeah. quicker, a little bit easier. Yeah, and and especially because you know some of our clients, um, nonprofit immediately comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But um, when we design them a logo or a new branding or something like that, 
they don't always have the budget to be able to come back to us to do every to single do all design, design, right? right? Yeah. So instead being able to give them the assets and hand those over, it's kind of like, hey, here's the keys to your baby. Follow um, the pathway. Yeah, and you can give this to any designer and they'll know how to start to assemble that new collateral piece for you, right? Because they can look at the branding guide and they can take the patterns and they can use the logo mark and they can use the colors right. and fonts and all that. Okay, I got a question for you. Okay. All right. Take a company. Mm. Is a company its own brand with its own voice mm. or mm. is a company's voice and brand a combination of two or three people communicating for it? The answer is yes. <laughs> You're just trying to get out of it easy now. <laughs> no, no. I think um, e each company is a little bit different, mm. right? Um, some companies are built on individuals. Um, and they're very individual fo focused. So I think of like um, Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer, right? It's about Jim Adler. Yeah. It's not about Jim Adler and his team. It's right. Jim Adler, right? Yeah. And he has a very particular way that he speaks. I'm sure he has very particular catchphrases. And that when he Jim uses. is no longer that person, mm. that company's brand image is going to be different. Yeah. Well, there may be some struggle. nuances that stay the same, but it is going to change. They, they will likely struggle, right? Mm -hmm. um, because they. They don't know how to handle it and they probably haven't set time aside to let go when we don't have this one individual spokesperson what do we do right yeah. um i think other times um especially when i think of social media um it can definitely be a collection of people within an organization right depending on that organization side how they respond to comments or um you know negative and positive feedback online um there could be a standardized text document that says we'd normally respond in this way or a question about this is this. Which right? is putting those brand standards in place. Absolutely. Having a branding guide helps with that because if somebody responds on our social channel, mm -hmm. you respond to it or I respond to it, are they going to know I did or you did? And that's kind of the key to it. And you have multiple people. Yeah. It has to feel like it's the same person, even if it's not. Yeah. Very hard to do. That's why the brand essence becomes so important. Mm. Because nobody can do it exactly the same. So right? I would I would say going back to always your mission and vision, right statements, mm. um, which is I personally love those, um, even though I can't recite ours by heart. Um, <laughs> I, I just whenever I meet with a with a new company, I want to meet the owner or the founder, right? Those are the people I want to talk to because I'm like, why did you start it? Where did the name come from? What right. like how did this all begin? Right? right? There was a need, you filled it. Why? Right. Um, and I love to then go to like one of the newest hires and go, so like, what do you think this company stands for? Like, what is it? What's the See mission? See what answers you get? Yeah. How misaligned is it, right? Um, or sometimes it's not. You're like, it's ooh, not. we hired well. Yeah, you do You do really good job. Um, but like it's, um, or that, or they're just instilling, right? right? It's that environment. It's that, it's the culture, right? So culture starts to become part of your brand as well. And that's the thing you have to look at. Well, long-term though, too, I think it all comes down to consistency mm. and personality, right? Mm -hmm. A brand has a personality and you need to be consistent with that. And I think that is the hardest thing to maintain over time. But what you'll find is once you start instilling it, mm. it becomes very normal and it's not hard. It's just hard in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and I, and, and I would agree. I think the, <laughs> the phrase I've always gone back to is, um, you know, it, the best time to have started was three months ago. The mm. second best time to start is now, right? right? Um, and so just, 
If you don't have a branding guideline, it's a great place to start, right? Sit down, figure out, and, and put out a templated document that's, that's here's the logo. This is what it looks like on black, what it looks like on white. Here's our fonts that we use. Here's the header font, here's mm -hmm. the body font. When it's a hyperlink, do you keep it to a brand color? Do you keep it blue, right? And putting that together and then sending that out to all of your employees, if you have nothing in place, helps them understand how they should be it utilizing does. it. Yeah, and even if it's off point, some, it probably, <laughs> the consistency and the whole essence of it all tends to stay where it is. Absolutely. So why, why do you feel like branding is important? I think branding is important because it, it can establish your company um, to do something that your company otherwise could not do, right? If okay. you want to appear much bigger than you are, branding can do that, right? Um, if you want to appear way more polished than every other competitor that's out there, branding does that for you, right? Um, as I said, it's, it's less about you and more about what you're trying to communicate to your prospective client, right? And what, what you want them to feel when they when they engage so that's why i think it's important because yeah. it can do a lot for your company it can that otherwise you wouldn't be able to do well here's the other side of it too right humans are the only um, beings on earth that believe in things they can't touch and feel and you cannot touch and feel a brand that's true right and that's deep it's, it's deep uh, it's not original <laughs> for me <laughs> but it's very true yeah. Right. Yeah. You really think is. about the corporations. Um, I'll use mm. Microsoft as an example. Everybody knows who Microsoft is because of their products, and you know people work there. Yeah. But can you go touch and feel that company? I mean, what about the building? It's a building. That's true. It's not a brand. It's, it's a, a building. Brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why it's so important mm. to get it right. And if it's off, mm. it, it's off. People are believing in something that doesn't exist. Yeah. So you want, that's why you have to build it in their mind to be something that does exist and it is real. And if I go to this company, yeah, no matter what part of this company, I'm gonna get this from it. Yeah. Right? That and that's sense. why that is so important to go. That makes uh, a ton of follow sense. Anyway. Yeah, well, we would love to um, get a better understanding of our audience and have a um, idea of where you guys are in the branding process, right? Have you never put together a branding guideline? Have you sat down with a branding company and, and you know done focus groups and all that kinds of stuff? So leave us a comment below um, on whatever channel you're on right now. Um, we have the podcast across multiple audio channels and you can always find this on YouTube as well. Um, but if you have any questions or anything that you want to reach out and, and maybe even a topic for us to cover later, uh, reach out to us, agency at theglintstandard.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard, featuring Glint advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.